Hey guys, skateboarded back home, took a shower, and now I'm here rolling into your lives. Nope, nope, that was bad. Cue the music. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Who's Listening with me, Leon Andrews. And I'm here catching you guys back up with what's been happening. My shoulder feels a lot better now. It's a lot more of a tolerable pain than it was from when it first happened that previous Friday when I busted my shoulder on my skateboard. But hey, my girlfriend's been helping me out, putting me on a supplement program. And of course, she's been help- she's been massaging it, rubbing it down, and then you know giving me a touch assist, which has been very, very, very helpful. My The recovery time on my shoulder has been fantastic. I do notice, I do respond very, very well to treatment. I do. I feel like I do heal fast when treatment is is put in place on me, but I do know that I I didn't let this bring me down. I got back right on my skateboard earlier today, and I skateboarded all the way back over here from work. Got home, took a shower, drank some water, and now I'm doing this episode for you guys. It's something that I did. I I have learned being a person who has skateboarded since he was a kid, all the way up until my very young adult life, which was about 19, 20 years old, and. What I'm saying is that I have fallen so many times on my skateboard. So many times on my skateboard. And I always got right back up. I always got right back up. And I went back on my board and I always skateboarded. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of tricks. Whatever you have. You have your kickflip, your varial flips, your your 180s, your grinds, nose grinds, board slides, etc. I busted my mouth, I busted my knee, I've rolled my ankle, I've landed on my back, my shoulder. I've had a lot of accidents. Granted, knock on wood, I've never broken a bone. I got luckier than other people who have broken their bones. I wasn't one of them, fortunately. But I have rolled my ankle, which was super painful. Super painful. I had the pain in my right ankle for years until one day it just, the pain, the like basically the, if I moved my ankle a certain way, it would hurt. But then after, you know, I did something, it went away. It was like magic, gone. But it's almost a metaphor of life. When shit goes down, how you, what you do afterwards just speaks volumes about who you are some people who would have gotten injured on the first try home would have just never skateboarded again who would have taken uber all the time and waste money right now that is not the name of my game my game is save your money so you can put a down payment on a car or maybe on a scooter who knows man the world is my oyster Anyways, there's planning involved. There's a purpose to why I choose to skateboard back home. But in lighter news, it doesn't affect me. My shoulder may hurt a little bit, but it's going to get better day by day. And I'm still going to keep skateboarding home, or I'm going to bike home. It depends. I still haven't done that yet. But I have skateboarded home, and that much I could say. If I ask my girlfriend, what time are you coming home from work? She says, I'm coming home at 7.30. I say, okay, I'm bringing my skateboard and a change of clothes, and I will skateboard home, and I will do it. And I have done it. It's cool. Even though 
there was a major change in my life. I voluntarily gave back my car to Uber. I'm still able to get home, no problem. And one of the things that is definitely happening is because I'm not doing Uber anymore, which I was doing Uber for two and a half years every day. And even when I got this other job, I was still doing Uber on the weekends. I was still working every day. Now, I'm only working five days a week. I haven't done that in so long. I forgot what that was like, man. It is crazy. I got free time now. What do I do? The last few weekends, I just played video games. It was awesome. Played a lot of video games. I played a lot of Skyrim. And then I played this other video game about fallen angels. And you trying to find them fallen angels. Bring them back to heaven. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. I love gaming. I've been a gamer my whole life. I've been gaming since I was a baby. I've been, if I wasn't gaming, I was skateboarding. And if I wasn't skateboarding, I was gaming. And then in between that, I was in school, which was bullshit. Took up precious time of skateboarding and gaming. Anywho, but now I was playing video games over the weekend. One person at my girlfriend's clinic said, Good on ya. Hold up. Good on me? Feels like I should have been a little bit more productive on my time. I'm trying not to invalidate myself, people. I'm not trying to say I'm a loser. Maybe you are calling me a loser. I don't really give a fuck. But I do know that I should have done something a little bit more productive with my time. There ain't nothing wrong with playing video games. However, there is a problem with playing video games all day long. I do have a little bit of a problem with it. I don't think it's the worst thing that I could have done with my time. Granted, there's, there could have been a lot worse things I would have done with my time. Illegal things. But I don't do them because I'm a good person. All I want to do is explore the world Skyrim. <laughs> but I, I do like the fact that I'm gaming again. And then I th- there is a place that I can go to and talk about video games with people again. Which has been pretty cool. Kind of, It kind of takes me back to when I was a kid and when I was a teenager. Which is fine. But I do feel that I could be doing something else with my time. So I should really look into what else I could be doing. I could start writing again. For one. I can read a self-help book and see what I could do. What else I could do to improve my life. And then even mention it on this podcast. I could definitely do a lot more with this podcast. I could do a lot more marketing. That's definitely important. And find ways to how I can monetize this podcast. There's The world is my oyster, as they say. And I will figure it out. And I do know that after a long weekend, when I got back to work, my body was there, but mentally I was not. You ever had that? You ever had that when you, you take a long weekend or you take a week off, two weeks off, whatever, from work? You come back, and you're just not there. You're just like, man, just kind of going through the motions. I'm going to do this, man. I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to talk to Brian. And then I'm going to talk to Alec. And then I'm going to talk to Zoe. But you're not really there. You're just kind of going through the motions. as what happened to me yesterday morning. I really realized I wasn't there mentally. So what I did was I did this exercise, which I have mentioned on this podcast before, where I went around the room, my office, and I began to touch things. I touched my keyboard, and I let it go. Touched my monitor, 
and then I'll let it go. Touch the mouse, then I'll let it go. Touch the walls, then I'll let it go. So on and so forth. Until I felt like I was there. Felt like I was really there. Again. This is an exercise that all of you people can do. Not even in the workplace. You can even do this at home. Because in the end result is that you get more mindful about where you're at in this universe. And by universe, I mean your room or your workplace or your study hall, your classroom, whatever. Whatever it may be. But it does work. And I do think that's what I need to do. Maybe for my writing. Because I do have an affinity for writing. There is definitely a knack I have for writing. I do write. I do write. Pretty good stories. Not fantastic, just pretty good. Mediocre at best, whatever. I'm being self-critical at this moment. But I've had people read my work and say it's really good. However, your grammar sucks. That's what they told me. Man, I understand. Criticism, it's feedback. It's for my own benefit. I totally get that. They're not wrong. My grammar is bad. It was pretty bad. I've seen my writing. It can be... Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I've read my writing years from years ago from when I first did my first novel back in 2008 for the National Novel Writing Month. And it was it was not easy. Actually, matter of fact, I remember reading it a year after I first wrote it and I just could not get past that first paragraph. And I rewrote the story like three times from scratch. Oh my God. I rewrote the story three times from scratch. And I think that's why I don't like writing now. Holy shit. That might be the reason why. You ever just had an epiphany? Like you just when you really look, it's really fun. It's a really fun thing. You gotta really just take a look at something, and then in a new unit of time, and you can just find things like that. I I think that I honestly think that's the reason why I I have such no no more of a spark for writing because I forced myself to write a story three times from scratch because I felt like editing was impossible. Editing was impossible, and I rewrote it three times, and I hated every iteration. But I did, however, a year ago, wrote, hand-wrote stories, short stories, not long stories. That'd be crazy. We got computers and shit. Why would I hand-write something at this point? A whole novel. That's just insane. I mean, I just don't got the time for that. Maybe some people do, but I don't. But I, I hand-wrote stories, and funny enough, I hand-wrote two different stories that were thematically erotic. Because <laughs> I, I want to put my hand in, in writing erotica. I like reading erotica. It's fun. It's good. And you really I feel like it really touches that part of my imagination more so than watching two peop- two or more people just bang on the screen, and it's just, you know... A guy named Chad Chad Zander, and he's with Becky Beck Sharon, and they're just uh, uh. no, I don't like that. It's just that's not my porn. It's not my erotic. My erotica it doesn't really touch me that way. It's like uh, whatever. I'm desensitized. I used to watch that when I was a kid. I'm past that point in my life. I'm an adult now. I'm 33. 
So I read erotica. I read smut now. And well-written smut at that. Either way, I decided to try it and I hand-wrote it. And I remember I read it out loud at this uh, at this one tea place that served kava. One of those like kava tea houses. And it was just me and this one other girl. And she was interested in knowing what I was writing. So I said, well, like read it out loud. And I read this homoerotic story that I had wrote about these two college roommates that end up blowing each other in a bathroom. Well, it's their bathroom. It wasn't like a public bathroom. Although, that would have also made it... Never mind. But I, I read the story out loud, and there was this one point where this girl walked in. <laughs> she, like, walked in the whole thing to get her tea, and she was on her way up, but then she decided to stay and listen. And then... <laughs> she was like i need to get back to work but i'm really into your story because it's really hot (laughs) so i definitely have a knack there's i with because i you know i have i always write with intention of at least when i was writing erotica that the intention was to turn on people you know sexually with the things that i wrote i mean i wrote this one about two guys blowing each other and i wrote this other story where this girl was dominating this intruder and it was a fantasy it was set in a fantasy world by the way who's like a thief and she was like a a general like a knight general of some kind (laughs) and then she basically made him hers it was hot but i i know i like writing and i know that i have a kind of really weak flame to it really weak passion lately the one thing I'm definitely passionate about is doing this podcast and recording it and then editing it and then giving it to you guys. But I will say that I will have maybe what I need to do. It's the same thing I did at work the yesterday. The same thing that I did at work yesterday. And that is to do this mindful exercise of touching my environment and letting go of my environment until I feel like I want to write again. Or I have this realization, like I just did earlier in this episode, where I realized that I forced myself to write three times one freaking book. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of a mind-blowing thing for me, guys. But that's what I'm basically going to do. Because I should do something else this weekend besides play video games. I mean, there's something I, I I can do that. I can play. I can... Like I said, I can play video games, or I can read a self-help book, or I can do this exercise, really touch things and really let them go. You're not just like slapping your hands on the wall and then slapping your computer and then like touching a cup of water. It's a real intention to touch something, look at it, maybe have a thought about it, and let it go. Put it back where you found it. Whatever. Touch the walls. Touch. If you could touch the ceiling, great. But I, I can do that. And the other thing I'm thinking about is like maybe I should do some more volunteering. You know, really give back to society. I really feel like I've I've been that generation or a part of that my generation where I've been taking and taking and taking and I really do feel like I need to give back. And I have done some volunteering this year and I do feel really good about that. And if you guys are listening, if you are feeling purposeless in life maybe you should find something too that you could volunteer at whatever it may be soup kitchen habitat for humanity just from something that you truly believe in i know 
I know there's a number of introverts out there that don't like people, but they are very much okay with being around animals. So if you can find yourself some sort of if you can find yourself some sort of animal sanctuary or even a dog shelter of some kind where you can take care of animals, you're definitely going to feel a lot better about yourself. And I think it's and I really feel like it's going to boost a lot of your confidence back up. And really decrease the diffident, which is the opposite word of confidence. It's diffident. D-I-F-F. Diffident. No, I'm kidding. It's D-I-F-F-I-D-E-N-C-E. Diffident. Yeah, there you go. But that's the opposite of confidence. And I really, and, and it can really put yourself and motivate yourself to wanting to correct other things about yourself and about your environment. Because that is something that is beautiful about us as as beings is that we are capable of changing things. We are definitely capable of changing things. Is anyone else hearing my cat meowing in the background by any chance? Let me know in the comments below. Anywho, it's we are capable of changing. Either we do it ourselves or someone else does it for us. And when someone else does it for us, man, does that suck. Man, does that suck. You really want to feel like you have the choice that you didn't. So when you get into a car accident and it wasn't your fault and you knew it wasn't your fucking fault, it was that other guy, Mary, which can be a dude's name I learned recently, breaks your car, smashes into your car. You can sit there and blame him all you want, but your car smashed up. You got to do something else. Because if he ain't going to pay because he ain't got no insurance, you need to figure something else out. I mean, it happened to me. True story. It happened to me. The guy had no insurance. He hit and he ran. I had to get rid of the car and scrap it. And then I had to get a new car. Down payment and everything. That's the Uber car, by the way, guys. The one I just recently gave back. And now since I gave that back, because it wasn't really my... I mean, I gave it back by choice. But it was still like... I still only had the car for two or three more weeks. And I just didn't want to bother waiting for that. So I gave it back. But I did have that choice. And I knew for a fact that this was going to happen where I'm going to have to like walk home. But I'm tr- I'm making it my point to own up to it. Just like you. You, you got to own up to some of the things that have happened to you and the things that you can do about it. Own up to the things what you can do about it I be- in a positive manner. And push away that negativity. And be a like, more positive person. So even if you got to volunteer, whatever, or get into a new activity that you could do that makes you feel better about yourself, either it's like doing a sport, doing a sport, being an artist, being a painter, you know, going outside, maybe tagging some things, being a graffiti artist, whatever, man, that'd be cool. Just post it on Instagram. I'll follow you, bro. Or if you want to be an Instagram model, do you, boo. If you want to just sit there and tweet about your hair or, you know, when you're having coffee, I mean, to me, you're basic AF, but hey, you do you. I'm not going to say you're wrong in any sort of way, but I'm definitely going to have to figure something out. And hopefully, I start making more of changes in my life that are definitely going to be have, be better for me in the long run, right? Yeah. I'm Leon Andrews. Who's listening? You did. You did.